hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, friends. I'm so excited to be able to talk to you today and hang out a little in my master bedroom in the corner, looking out the window. So much fun. You may hear sounds in the background because it looks like they're (laughs) redoing piping across the street. So who knows? Fun stuff. All right, let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about five simple, successful steps for being less exhausted and more energized. Who doesn't need more energy? We could all use a little bit more rest, and it seems like we're just constantly running around. I know I'm checking off the to-do list, shuttling kids to all the places, trying to do all the things, <laughs> and there seems to never be enough time in the day, right? I'm not sure if it's the fact that we're kind of coming off a restful season of COVID and then we weren't really involved in a lot of things. We were forced to kind of lay low and be at home and take walks and the things in our day just weren't as I don't want to say as exciting but it was just very slow paced you did school online you couldn't meet with any of your friends except over zoom it was very low maintenance and low energy and I think that's just a huge thing of coming off of that and suddenly being I was talking to other friends suddenly jumping back into the busyness but it's not quite the same busyness (laughs) Our kids go to school, but they still have to wear masks. We can't get out and go into their classrooms. So things are kind of normal, but not quite normal. And so it just gets a little tricky. Our youngest is just turning eight today. It is his birthday. We're super excited. But in planning a party, some people are very worried about COVID still. Some people have more health risks. And so it just varies. It's not quite back to normal where you can have a party and invite everybody and have everybody just be fine with that. There are some people who are more sensitive and that's totally okay, but it's just, it doesn't look quite like normal, but then it doesn't quite look like what we had before, but it's not quite something that we're used to. So it takes more energy, I think, and more creativity to figure out what will work in this season and kind of what you want to accomplish. So I just feel like it's super 
crazy with all of that coming from being really rested and low key to then kind of ramping back up to where we were, but not all the way. And on top of it all, it's (laughs) coming into the holiday season, right? We'll have Halloween pretty soon and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas and New Year's and then boof, it's already the end of the year. I just feel like we're (laughs) hopping onto that hamster wheel. Like, all right, here we go. Everybody ready? And then we start like jogging and then we start running. And then by Thanksgiving, we're doing like the full on sprint. And then halfway through December, we're like, are we almost there? Barely out of breath. So all that to say, today we are going to talk about some simple steps for how you can be more rested and have more energy than to be super exhausted. Yes, I tend to feel a bit overwhelmed, I think mentally and physically, sometimes emotionally if my kids are screaming all day or super needy or super whiny or just at each other. I know that just takes out my energy like nothing else. I feel mentally exhausted from doing gymnastics of trying to jump between them and figure out a solution and calm everybody down. Oh, the fun. But it could also just be that I get tired in the afternoon. Sometimes I'm good, but some days are just more physically exhausting. So here are some steps. They're really simple. So I hope you can apply them to your life. And they'll also help not only you, but the rest of your family members to rest. So grab a pencil and a paper. Or what I like to do is just grab my phone because I usually have it in hand or in my pocket and jump over to the notes section and start a new note with the topic of the busy, vibrant mom or whatever podcast you're listening to, and then put whatever episode number it is and start listing out the information so that then when I want to go back to it, I know exactly where it is because I lose pieces of paper all the time or I just throw them away because I can't keep track of them (laughs) or I have nowhere to put them. So I'm like, I either add this to my phone or I throw it away. Here we go. Our five simple tips. Number one, get a running start to your day. Getting up a little bit earlier than your kids and get a running start, whether that be you take a nice shower and just take a deep breath, whether that be you go for a workout and get your mind and body moving before your kids attack you, whether that be getting up and doing a devotion or going and taking a walk or just going downstairs and having a cup of coffee in the quiet where you can just take a few minutes to mentally wake up before you get bombarded with your day. Might even be doing some yoga or using that time to wake yourself up rather than your kids jumping all over you and being pummeled with things that you have to decide Don't grab your cell phone first thing in the morning. I've realized that I hate looking at emails or notes because then my mind starts racing of what I need to do and how I need to fix it instead of taking a moment to mentally walk into my day versus 
being thrown into my day. So make sure that you get a running start to your day, that you start your schedule in the morning, not your phone, not your kids, not where you need to be, but that you wake up a little bit earlier is so mentally helpful. And just take that moment to take a quiet minute before you jump into all the things. Huge. I love working out in the morning. It just gets me going. I get to wake up on my own. I get my workout in. I don't have to worry about when I'm going to try to get it in during the day. I don't have to worry about trying to get a second shower in. I get up, I go work out. My mind is then awake and fresh and ready to go. My body is awake and ready to go. So I just love it. And I also, since I'm an extrovert, love connecting with people. So I love seeing my buddies at the gym, saying good morning, how's it going? And so I just love it. So yes, I go to Orange Theory every morning and love it. So that's my way of waking up. But I know a lot of people are not big exercisers or that just doesn't work for them. So if you need a quiet space to wake up, do a devotional, have some coffee, take a deep breath. Number two, just say no. Guard your schedule. Decide when your family has the most energy and use that to your advantage. Is it over the weekend for us my kids and myself have the most energy at the beginning of the week because we've rested from the weekend and so the beginning of the week we can go a little bit harder we can get to bed a little bit later we could have a play date and still have enough energy to be nice to people in the afternoon after we went to school so all those things I know that their energy level is at the top on like Monday, Sunday, Monday, and then it just goes downhill from there. So I know that play dates on Fridays, as fun as they are, and the fact that they're more relaxed because you don't have school the next day, they are always a disaster. They work out in somebody screaming, somebody not having enough energy to deal with situations, whether that be toys or what game to play or what do we do? They just have a harder time kind of recharging. They're already low on energy. And then if they fight with one another or have somebody there, it just goes downhill. So we have found that Fridays are definitely out. So knowing that, we've planned in restful space into our schedule. We've planned in time on Friday nights where it's just a movie night. It's a family movie night every Friday night. And Sometimes the kids eat before, then they get all ready for bed and sit outside with popcorn and blankets and get all cozy and we'll watch a movie. Sometimes they'll eat dinner outside and then we'll take a break in the middle of the movie or whatever we're watching, they'll go take showers and come back. And that works well too. The first one we found works a little bit better. But also just recently in the last couple weeks, Stephen and I have started instigating kind of a really low key dinner for us that evening. So it's something that doesn't really need to be cooked or if it does need to be cooked, it's super simple. So we'll have maybe a charcuterie board or maybe we'll 
order in or we'll have a salad or something that's healthy. It doesn't have to be super junk food, but just something that takes little or no prep to do so that that evening we can feel relaxed as well. So we are all can sit outside and know that we're not cooking a big dinner. It's really low key and everybody can rest. So we know that by the time we get to Friday, we have very low energy and that this rejuvenates us. And knowing that we don't have anything that we're going to plan, that we have a family movie night already in place, it just makes it more restful. Like if we can just get to Friday, we're good. Number three, build in rest to your day. In your week, mental rest and maybe physical Organize your day so that you have rest. So building rest into your day. We kind of talked about this with building it into your week, knowing what energy levels your kids or you have at the beginning of the week towards the end. That can also apply to your day. So in looking at your day, when do you have the most energy? For me, it's usually in the morning. And so I try to get all my work done between 9 and two. I have to go pick up my kids by two. And then after that, in the afternoon, I'm usually tired. They're tired. We're working on homework and then it's dinner time. So there's not a whole lot of time in the afternoon, nor do I really have the energy to pour into doing something that requires more thought and more energy and all those things. So I know that if I want to get something done, it needs to be in the morning. That has helped me just to build that into my day. Also to know when you need some rest and then it's okay. It's okay to take a little cat nap in the afternoon. (laughs) Give yourself permission. It's okay to let your kids rest in the afternoon as far as having some downtime, as far as reading a book, or if your kids need exercise, have them just go play outside. Give them that mental space to take a minute to either take a minute, as I said, being quiet, reading, being in a space by themselves. Our kids love to do that because two of them are really one of them's a huge introvert. One of them's kind of medium. And then my youngest one, who his birthday is today, he is my extrovert, but he still needs downtime because he has realized we've built it into the schedule and he's realized he misses it. And he needs it. So he will actually ask for downtime. So when my youngest asks, I just need some downtime. I know the rest of them really need some downtime. So know your kids, know what they need, know what helps them and build that into your schedule. I have another friend who her kids would never like sit and hang out and want to read a book. But the way they recharge is they go outside, they jump on the trampoline or they play baseball or they play basketball. And that's the way that they recharge. So just figure out what works for your kiddos and what way they need to recharge. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you wanna gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, This inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a 
connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Number four, set boundaries with electronics. Especially, I find I'm super guilty of this one in the evenings. In the evenings, I just want to sit down. I want to watch a show, watch something that's easy, that I don't have to think about, that doesn't take any stress. It's just low maintenance. I can sit and hang out with my husband and we sit on the couch and hang out. Sometimes he watches a show with me. Sometimes he reads a book while we're watching the show. Sometimes he'll play a video game on his phone while we're watching something. And it's just a nice time to relax and not have the kids jumping all over and screaming. But at the same time, it's just sitting in front of the TV or sitting in front of your iPhone. So it's not that helpful. (laughs) It does let you just mentally check out, but is that really what you need to be doing? So oftentimes I find that I'm super guilty with boundaries and electronics. My husband, knowing this, (laughs) set a time on Saturday afternoons that we do not use electronics. He was so wise in knowing that we just need to take a break. So Sunday afternoon, there is no video game time. There is no TV watching time. There are no sports games, although we have to kind of figure out that one. Because we do love watching football. But we really try to keep it low key with the electronics and take that out of the equation. And our kids have often said, I'm bored, I'm bored. (laughs) So we know that it's time for them to get creative, to go do something fun. But definitely taking the electronics out of the daily rotation or the weekly rotation will give you more time to just use as that restful space mentally and to let you recharge. Number five. This is probably my favorite. It is taking care of you. That is a simple solution to how you will be successful in being less exhausted and having more energy, taking care of you. Now, this includes healthy eating, hydrating, and getting enough sleep. So it kind of works off the last one where we were talking about boundaries and electronics. I know we can easily get sucked into a show and then you're watching it until 11 or 12 at night. You think, oh my gosh, I've got to get to bed. So you turn off the TV, head on upstairs, get ready for bed, but your mind is still way up at the top. And then you hop in bed and you think, okay, but it takes a while for your mind to slow that roller coaster down and slow that Ferris wheel down. So it could be then another hour before you actually get to bed and have actual restful sleep. And then if you have to get up early, There you go, you're at like five or six hours. And it's so hard to jump into your day and have the energy to do everything if you haven't prepared the night before. I've heard it said that the night before makes your day. 
So just thinking about after you eat healthy, how do you feel? Thinking about what helps you feel less sluggish and gives you more energy. Natural fruits and vegetables as always, healthy whole grains, all those things give you healthy energy versus running on starches, running on carbs, running on sugar, running on caffeine, running on craptastic junk food. All those things are not really going to fuel your body. And you will feel a difference if you start eating more healthy and eating more whole foods. And also, you may actually be dehydrated if you are low on energy. Sometimes if we don't drink enough water, we can get lightheaded, we can get dizzy, and you could just have really low energy. So it may also be hydration. So make sure that you're drinking water, maybe carry around a water bottle. I know it's definitely in style to have your water, but just make sure that you actually drink it. I am definitely raising my hand over here as guilty of carrying around my water bottle all day and then forgetting to drink some out of it. (laughs) So I end up drinking just a little water, definitely not enough. So I'm in that boat. And do something that encourages you to get into bed. For us, it's hard after the kids go to bed. We just want to sit and hang out and relax and watch TV. But I found that it's so much better if we can get ready for bed early and then hop in bed and just relax. Because then we don't have to do anything else. We can truly relax. We have a super warm electric blanket that we have on that we love. Oh my goodness. You have to get one. It has dual controls so I can control my side and Steven can control his. It also has a timer feature, which is the most amazing because if your bed is really cold, as it gets cooler, you can number one, first we head upstairs, we turn on the electric blankets and start warming them up as we're getting ready for bed. Then if you hop in bed and set it to go off in an hour or so, you can be nice and cozy, warm with a book. And when you're ready, you just put the book on your nightstand, turn off the light and you're good to go because the electric blanket will shut off in that time. It is the best thing ever. So I found that I'm really encouraged to get upstairs early and just get all snuggly in our blankets, in our bed, nice and cozy, have a nice cozy book and just read for a little while. And then when my body is like, I'm done, I'm pretty tired and I can't hold the book up anymore or it falls. Or sometimes I actually love also being on my cell phone at that point, which is probably a no-no. But I like scrolling and just sitting in bed, looking at things online that I didn't get a chance to look at during the day. And I know when my phone drops or when I can't hold it anymore, it's definitely time to go to bed. But those are the things that just find something that encourages you or motivates you to get upstairs and get in bed, whether it be a cozy electric blanket, a really good book that you're into. Maybe you take a nice warm bath before you hop in bed with some lavender and nice sea salts. Maybe you snuggle a little with your spouse as you're reading. 
All those kind of things can be really motivating to be cozy in bed. You can also set up some essential oils if you want to enhance being able to sleep a little bit better. They have really good oils of like restful and balance, serenity, and peppermint, lavender. Lavender is one of my favorites just to turn on and have that nice cozy smell and just helps you sleep and relax. So those are my five steps on how to get the rest that you need. As we know, we all need rest. Our kids, ourselves, our spouse, our friends, our pets, our dogs, everybody. That is how we are created. God intended for us to rest. So he made the Sabbath and he made it a holy day of rest. He knew we needed at least one day of mentally, physically, spiritual rest. So make sure that you are using these five steps, getting a running start to your day, just saying no and guarding your schedule, building in rest to your day and your week, making sure you have good boundaries with electronics, maybe even taking a day off or an afternoon off of no electronics, taking care of yourself, whether that be healthy eating, hydrating, or healthy sleep. All those things are so, so important to get the rest that you need, especially in this season, as we've talked about, when we start to jump onto the holiday hamster wheel. This is so, so, so super important. So take these five steps, mold them a little bit, for what works best for you. Don't feel any guilt if you like to veg out and watch TV in the evenings. Maybe just set a time limit. Don't feel guilt if you like to scroll on your phone before you go to bed. That's totally okay. Just set a time limit. Set those limits and those boundaries so that maybe there are some things that you would like to do, but that they don't take up all your energy and they still allow you time to rest. As always, I would love it if you would leave a review or subscribe so you don't miss any of these shows and to join our Facebook group. Come on over to the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group. I'm super excited to share. We are getting a mailing list together and there'll be some cool secret information. I have a new website that is going to launch pretty soon. And so I would love to let you know when it's first out so you could be one of the first ones to check it out. So come on over to the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group and shoot me a message or leave your email so that I can send you lots of fun things. All right, definitely next episode you will not want to miss. We're going to talk more about jumping into ways that you can thrive through this holiday season that's coming up and enjoy the holidays with your family versus feeling that you need to bury your head in the sand, right? <laughs> so stay tuned for that next episode. And as always, go and have an amazing, joyful, busy yet vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. 
pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!